Welcome back to another segment of Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920 The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis, and in this segment, we're turning the tables on a real estate agent. Real estate agents help people buy and sell houses all the time, but they don't always do it for themselves. And so we're going to have an interview with one of our fantastic Modern Traditions real estate agents who is buying and selling a home. He and his wife are, and we're going to review that with you during this segment. But don't forget, we want to connect, and it, it is easy. Go to gogaddisradio.com. That's G-O. G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. You can ask questions that we answer on air or off air. You can make comments or push back, challenge ideas, share your ideas with us. If you've got a creative idea for how to use your home or, or some creative marketing that you did to sell your home or some creative strategy you, you use to negotiate your home sale, we'd love to hear that. You can also request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight and you can subscribe to our podcast. Without further ado, I'd like to introduce Marcus Newdorfer. Good to see you, sir. Thanks for having me. Your first name and my middle name, exactly the same. <laughs> that's that's right. Except yours I has like a it. K and mine has a C. In fact, one time I emailed you and used a C, and you were like, dang it, mine's <laughs> got a K. And then I said, yeah, but that's my middle name. And you're like, okay, never mind. <laughs> I understand why you did it. We're all good. So welcome. How are you doing this 2024, by the way? Uh, how, how are you feeling as you start out 2024? Good. You know, you make those goals, you set those goals for the year. And uh, I changed some things. I'm actually sending them for quarters. So it feels better when you hit those goals rather than trying to hit goals that are for the entire year and you kind of get a setback. Yeah. No, I get that. That makes really, really good sense. Okay, so you and your wife decided um, late last year or in the second half of the year that it was time to sell and buy another house. Now, there are many people who are out there listening saying, yeah, to be crazy to sell a house and buy a house in today's market with interest rates high and stuff like that. So I'd love to talk about what was it that motivated you, that made you feel like, hey, now is the time for us to do something? Uh, I think like many like many people, like many families, there is a uh, uh, when there's a change in your in your family status, such yep. as the kids start to leave, the kids start to graduate. You don't need the size of the house that uh, we have. Right. So I've got one uh, one adult, uh, two adult children, but one's in college and one's about to graduate high school, and it's just uh, it's time to get a smaller house and move to uh, a little bit different area. I love that. And and as you said, I have two adult children. I was thinking, no, he probably has one that he considers an adult and one that still acts like a child. Mine's about 50-50, two that still <laughs> act like children, two, two that act like adults. So it was a life change. It was a change in your circumstances. But what made you decide that it was worth doing it with interest rates being a little higher than they've been over the last few years? You know, I feel like I have a large amount of equity in the house. We found uh, we found a spot of a property that we really liked and an area that we really liked. And I look at it from a perspective, just everything's a cycle. And, um, you know, if the interest rate's a little bit higher than I would like it, um, I am looking into the future that potentially I could refinance mm -hmm. and be able to get a lower payment at that point. But I feel good about where I'm at. I feel good about the interest rate that I have. And I feel like the the things in my life took precedence over 
a point on an interest rate. Mm-hmm. And you know something, Marcus, I, I, I think, um, I hope that you're hitting a chord uh, with some people who are listening because there are so many people who just feel stuck in their current home because they think interest rates are too high. But they don't ever do what you did and and just say, you know what, let me look at step B. Step A is to sell my current home. Let me look at step B. Let me see if what I can get in my purchase is enough to get me motivated. Uh, because the reality is, let's just say you paid an extra 200 bucks a month, 250 bucks a month in interest. In my opinion, that is a reasonable expense to live where you want to live and to have the exact scenario you're looking for. Do you agree with that? Absolutely, I agree. And uh, Cleve, I was we've been in our house for 23 years. Okay. So it's not a for me in particular, it's not a situation of I I've been here for 2 years and it's time to move on. Right. Um we we took this very seriously and we have been thinking about it for probably a year. Okay. So I mean, I have been thinking about it and I'm in the industry, so I see the cycles and I feel like this was a good time to do it. So interesting. And so the house you bought, uh three bedrooms, two bathrooms, what get tell us, tell so tell the listeners what what is, uh, what you're moving uh, into. Is, it is a four bedroom, three bath ranch home okay. on an unfinished basement. Perfect. Do you have any plans for the unfinished basement? Uh, yeah, like those kids that we talked about. One of them might have to come back and live with. So, me, so in other we'll... words, you might have like a little in law suite that would be a a a, 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 ret- a returning uh, child suite. Any workshop in the basement, things like that. I have always loved unfinished basements that would allow me the opportunity to do some things that I wanted to do. Uh, with them. So just curious about what your plans are. So we, it's got a three car garage and we will have a workshop in the, in one of those garages. So the basement will, will be um, probably to start an office and then it will be a finished basement. So I'll do some things to make it so that it can be used as an office. Fantastic. Now, sometimes Husbands and wives or partners, whatever uh, relationships look like, uh, sometimes they're not on the same page when it comes to buying a home. Were you and your wife pretty much on the same page when you found what worked for you? Did it also work for her? Did you have some compromises that you had to work through? Uh, we That's a very good question. We had some compromises we had to work through. Okay. Um, my wife did not feel necessarily that it was exactly the right time. But the compromise would be we found a house that she loved and a piece of property that she loved. We are building, it's a new home that we're building. Okay. And it is, and it's interesting and maybe funny to some of the listeners, but we, we, it's one of those properties that still has a couple trees on it, large trees that are, um, that spoke to her. Right. Oh, nice. This is a beautiful tree. And, uh, she really liked it. And she, it was one of those things that I took her to it. It was one piece of property that we really liked and that spoke to her. So that took precedence over, um, the move. And I think that was the biggest thing was when you will have 22 years in a home, can be overwhelming. there are a lot of things that you have to get rid of or move and make decisions that you didn't necessarily want to make yet. Yes. Yes. Well, you've put off making them for 15 years. Why would you want to make them now? As you started the process, how did you get yourself 
over the worry and the fear of having to deal with all of those things because you're not the only person in metro atlanta who's been in their house 23 years there's a lot of people out there and i feel like sometimes they get stuck because they just it's overwhelming that they just get paralyzed uh i actually think we took it we we definitely took it step by step my wife is an organizer okay. uh, almost by trade yep and she put things on calendars of, hey, this is the time that we can go through this area of the house. This is the time that we can get through this area of the house. This is the time that we're going to make sure there's no holes in the walls. So if you take it step by step, I think it can be less overwhelming. And we ended up getting, we ended up giving a lot of things to Goodwill. Um, We ended up uh, selling a couple items on, you know, uh, a social media website. And then, um, and then throwing some stuff away that if you haven't touched it in 10 years, do probably, you really need it? You pro- the, the answer is probably no. I had a few of those things when I, when I moved as, uh, when I moved as well. So how is, how has go, um, how do you believe that going through the process of selling and buying your own home, how do you think that might influence the way you represent buyers and sellers in the future? Has it given you a slightly different view on things? Uh, on a couple of things. One thing, I'm glad you asked that question. One thing that I was thinking about this today when I was talking to the lender uh, and he was, he was using terminology that I didn't necessarily know even being in the business. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to flip that around. And I actually think that when I'm working with clients, I may be using terminology as a realtor that they may not understand. So yep. I had to get the lender to say, Hey, look, let's go over this. I want to see these numbers. I want to talk about it. And he was using terminology that I didn't necessarily understand. And I needed him to explain it to me. And so I will change the way that I talk to my clients, speak to my clients, discuss things with my clients so that, um, so that they understand. Do you uh, do you have an example of something that the lender said that you're like I got no idea what he's talking about or she's talking about? Do you even remember? Uh, you put me on the spot. I well, can't remember. No, no, it's, no, it's, it's, it's no problem. But they do. You know, we're, this is the APR, and this is the you know um, PITI, and this is the debt to income ratio or the DTI. Yes. Those kind of things. There's just a lot of them, and what a great lesson to learn that hey, just because it's it's your lingo doesn't mean that everybody else really fully understands that. Hey, I want to take just a quick second uh, to remind people if you are interested in buying or selling a home and you'd like to work with Marcus, it's really fairly simple. Just go to gogaddisradio.com, uh, click on contact us, just say, hey, I want to I want to talk to Marcus, refer Marcus to me. I think that uh, he's got a lot of experience. He's a very logical, linear thinker, and that's very valuable to people who are buying homes because it's sort of his job to help you think through things that you might not otherwise think through. Also, don't forget, if you purchased your home anytime in 2023, you need to file for your homestead exemption, and we make it really easy. Just go to moderntraditionsrealty.com forward slash homestead dash exemption, and we have instructions for every single county in Metro Atlanta. So if you bought a home for Marcus, make sure you go and do that as well. Marcus, I don't know what your schedule is. Would you stay with me for the third segment of the show? Absolutely. Awesome. Let's take Let's a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk to talk about how we help sellers get out of their own way. And is living near an airport a bad or a good thing? We've got those subjects and more. Stick with us. We'll be back. <laughs> 